Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. Uh, took a look at your weather, and I mean, I know in the past it's been ugly, but it's uh, going to be ugly probably for the next two or three days, and then, I don't know, maybe we can be hopeful that spring is coming. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I mean, it, it's... Uh, it's it's been we, we've had everything the last couple of days yesterday was in the 50s um it, we had some nice sunny days you know in the last week or so but yesterday and today it's just been rainy today it was i don't think it got above freezing at all today and we had sleet and snow pretty much you know sunrise sundown and um tomorrow is looking to be a little bit warmer you know in the 40s but still you know rain all day and the rivers are high and and dirty and you know it's it's good time of year to tie flies so that's that's pretty much what we're doing right now yeah so you know your weather's going to start warming up maybe this weekend and it looks like at least a gradual maybe more seasonable warming trend um if people want to fish i guess the game is to go up high and fish for trout right Mm mm-hmm Yep. Um, even our trout streams are pretty, you know, rolling pretty high right now. Um, you know, not terribly dirty, so you can still definitely fish them. I mean, you can still fish them when they're dirty too, but, um, things aren't going to be ideal up there for another day or two, probably. Um, and, uh, but yeah, before we had all this rain, before we had, you know, today was definitely the coldest day we've had, you know, recently. Um, we're on a bit of a warming trend where we were, you know, out musky fishing and starting to see temperatures in the low forties again, which, you know, generally from like the end of December through January and early February, you know, you're in the thirties pretty consistently and, you know, potentially hitting 40 every once in a while, but we're seeing 41, you know, 41 and a half degrees just a couple of days ago before the rain, you know, kicked everything up again. So, um, we should be in good shape once we get over this little temperature hump and, and the rivers come back down. But yeah, I mean, the trout fishing should be good like it always is as soon as the, as soon as the creeks drop and, and get a little more weightable. That's the main issue right now is things are just a little too heavy to be out there, um, you know, really in the creek at all. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, particularly as cold as it is. It's not a good time to go for a swim for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You want to avoid that at all. And, uh, you know, like I said, the, uh, some of the best fishing of the year is literally just, uh, you know, a month, month and a half out. So, um, I'm taking all the time right now that I can to, uh, catch up on writing assignments that I don't want to have to focus on when the fishing's better and, and get my boxes filled so that I don't have to, uh, take some desk days and I could be out on the river. No, it makes a lot of sense, and it's funny because we've got a planning question from Ed, and it's a smallmouth question, and he wanted to know, you know, when you should start planning to go on smallmouth trips, and, you know, when do you expect to start them, start to see the smallmouth start to move around a little bit? Yeah, um, I mean, it kind of depends on where you are, and it depends on, you know, what kind of year we're having, and that's like, you know, the worst answer there is, but it's you know, the answer when it comes to outdoor pursuits and things that are temperature driven and that's what fishing is. You know, last 
spring and March, you know, we had some 60 degree water temps by the end of March. And so 50 degree water temps by like the first or second week of March, depending on where you were. Um, and in years past, been a couple of weeks behind that, um, which is a little more seasonable. But, you know, basically we're just, once we start getting some, some pretty warm days in March, you know, in the 60s, 70s, you know, last year we had a couple of 80 degree days, but we're really looking for water temperatures to, you know, start flirting with a 50 degree mark is when, when those fish really start to kind of um, break from their winter pattern and they're, they're going to start going on the move. And um, again, when that happens depends on where you are. I mean, the, uh, the big river, Tower North, the new river is, is, is big. It's got a lot of water volume to it. And a lot of the tributaries are higher elevation trout streams and, and that kind of thing. So, um, it tends to stay colder longer, you know, into the spring versus, you know, maybe the James river is a little more lowland. Um, and it, it's a little, you know, it's got less water volume. It's shower on average. It tends to warm up a little faster. So, um, that's, that's definitely something to keep in mind in the early season is, you know, where your tributaries are coming from. Um, potentially, you know, I talk about, Sometimes, you know, through the musky season, something we deal with here is having some of these trout streams feed the new river start, you know, up at 4,000 feet. And and they have snow pretty regularly, even when, you know, it doesn't get below 30 degrees down on the main, you know, the river valley. So, um, knowing where your tributaries are coming from, you know, what the temperature profiles and those tributaries are like is important. Um and then just having, you know, generally a, a smaller river option versus a bigger river option will get you out a little bit earlier in the spring because um, it'll warm up faster and, you know, uh, be a little more resilient when it comes to, uh, you know, the heavy spring rains that we tend to get, um, particularly in years past. So um, short answer is, is 50 degree water temp um, somewhere in there, you know, maybe a little bit lower. In the upper 40s, if you've got a pretty strong warming trend happening. And when that's, you know, at that point in the year, you know, you're still kind of fishing those winter holes, but you're just fishing sort of the upper and lower extents of them a little bit more heavily than than just focusing on the winter holes themselves. So, you know, it's just sort of the start of that transition. And, and you know, obviously as things continue to warm up, they'll start to progress through that that transition towards spawning areas so you know like i said short answer is 50 degree water temps and you know just having a having a shallow small river option and a and a bigger you know um a bigger cooler you know water option and understanding the difference between the two and what the timing's like um that that's something i'm thinking a lot about that time yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or shoot them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. Uh, if we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and you'll get it into a drawing for something cool for Matt at the end of the season. And, again, you know, you just mentioned earlier in the uh, fishing report that you were catching up on writing assignments. What are you catching up on? Yeah, so I got my the weekly column for the Royal Virginian. Um, I guess 
should come out tomorrow or today. Um, that I put out last week was just a story about, uh, not really a story, just kind of a rundown of the uh, Alabama bass, which is a species that, you know, as fisheries biologists, we've kind of been um, trying to spread the word about in Virginia. Um, it's a species of black bass, similar to a spotted bass, but it's native to Alabama and Georgia. Um, and it has a, uh, it has the ability to outcompete largemouth bass and to, uh, to hybridize with smallmouth bass. So it's a problem for both big, uh, you know, largemouth bass reservoirs and, uh, smallmouth bass, um, or, or reservoirs that have largemouth bass that are connected to major smallmouth fisheries like Clayer Lake on the New River. Um, it's been uh, observed other places in the country in the past where Alabama bass get introduced, usually via a uh, an angler introduction into a water body. Um, and if that water body has smallmouth in it or it's connected to a smallmouth river, they can, like I said, they can hybridize the smallmouth and dilute those genetics and just basically reduce the smallmouth population overall. So it's kind of a kind of a big deal. Um, Virginia doesn't really have a lot of issues with them yet, but they're definitely here. Um, so it's just something to kind of keep your eye out for. Um, and then I also have been working on a, um, a feature article for American fly fishing, which is the, uh, in the past, there's been um, three different publications um, Eastern fly fishing, um, Northwest fly fishing, and Southwest fly fishing. And uh, they're all destination-based um, magazines, but they've just been consolidated into American fly fishing. And uh, Eastern, which I've done a lot of work for in the past, um, I had an assignment to them about one of the, uh, the local craft streams here, White Top Laurel, that I just finished and put out the other day. So, that should be coming out, you know, in the next six months or so. And then, uh, actually this week I should be out with, uh, with my guys at the game department, um, shocking muskies again and, um, taking some photos, uh, there to go along with a, a muskie in Virginia article that I'm putting out for the um, Virginia wildlife publication here in the next couple of months. So um, that's mainly what I got going on right now. Um, and I'll probably get a few more knocked out before the spring really gets going. But it's uh, like you said, it's definitely giving me something to uh, something to focus on while our fishing has been a little bit out of commission lately. Yeah. It sounds like you've been super busy. And before I let you hop, cause it's your birthday, we have to wish Matt a happy birthday, everybody. Uh, <laughs> and you blow out the candles on your birthday cake. Why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can, uh, book some of the few remaining days you've got left this year. Yeah, man. The, uh, yeah, smallmouth season. Yeah. I say smallmouth, but really just spring and summer, you know, we've got phenomenal trout fishing through those trees to, um, they're going pretty quick. I mean, I got a couple of days left in April, a couple of days left in May, and uh, a couple left in July. Um, so we're really looking at like summer at this point. It's been pretty wild. But uh, if uh, if you'd like to hop on the calendar or get in touch with me for, for any other reason, you know, my website is 
mattreillyflyfishing.com and my email and phone number and social media links and all that's on there. So I look forward to hearing from you. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it, Marvin. Oh, no worries. Absolutely. And you know, folks, sounds like it might be uh, time might be better spent getting ready for the spring and uh, sitting at the vice and cranking out a few dozen flies. So you know, pick your poison, and if you get out and fish, certainly please be careful when you wade. Um, and uh, tight lines, everybody, and tight lines, Matt. All right. Thanks, Marvin.